Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Going to set this up and then give the backstory. So it's under the header of what ridiculous rule did your parents have when you were a kid? Sunday afternoon, there was a two-hour wedding shower at my house. And the caterer left... About 12 creme brulees. Nice. (laughs) Blueberry, and the other was raspberry creme brulee. That blueberry really slaps. Yeah. That being that, kids the other night, Dad, can we have a creme brulee? Kiddo, it's almost 8.30. Like, it's getting close to bedtime. But this is my 10-year-old. Ah, one deal. Okay. Got to brush your teeth. Sold. Nice. Boom, done. And I witnessed it. Easy, yeah. That's a great deal, actually. Um, because growing up, that my parents, the only time I was allowed to have dessert was after dinner. You couldn't have, there was no ice cream after lunch or any random time. I don't know why they stuck to this rule. I have yet to bring it up. It's probably too early to call them to get the real breakdown of why they were um, so strict with something so um, mundane and simple yeah. in life. <laughs> and uh, this morning, and why I bring it up, because uh, on the way at the door, I was like, you know what? I'm an adult. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to have two creme brulees before I head to work. (laughs) Wow. Best decision I've made so far. No kidding. Anything else pop off in your lives? You're like, oh, yeah, my parents did something really stupid when I was little. Well, like, my parents had the typical, and it still messes me up to this day. I mean, I didn't know until about five years ago that it wasn't illegal to have the car lights on in your vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) That was both a rule and a lie all at the same time. (laughs) I remember the first time backstage, Ollie did it in the back seat, and it was dark, and I was driving, and my initial reaction was, and then I was like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's fine. (laughs) You want to read? Great. Yeah, it's like I had the car light on for myself driving to work last week. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just feel like I'm narking on myself for something. I don't know. It just feels wrong to be seen at night while you're driving. (laughs) And and I bet you, like, outside of it was just a little mildly annoying. There was no reason for it. No. None. None whatsoever. I mean, maybe with four kids in the back of our Ford Windstar, it got real lit up back there. Looked you like know? a disco back there. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Now, the amount of kids that travel with iPads and devices where they borrow mom and dad's phones, it, it looks like a Diplo show in the back anyway Absolutely. with all the lights going oh, yeah. off, like glow sticks. Yeah. So it makes sense. <laughs> so <laughs> text, having the light on in your car isn't illegal? My parents yeah. did the same thing. It's true. No, not alone. It's not. It was the that's the greatest lie kept by parents everywhere. <laughs> that that from Cassidy. Now is this that like was this a shared thing? Because I I haven't shared like the no no dessert before bed thing with with my uh, with my friends. I can't imagine. I, I mean, I, I debunked it, shut it down. Yeah, and in fact, replace it with yeah, brush your teeth and you get after it. Yeah, I can tell you if I ever am drive someone ever trusts me enough to drive their kids anywhere, <laughs> they will not be turning that light on at night. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because Laura said so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. What ridiculous rule did your parents have when you were a kid? I broke the rule. My parents, dessert was only ever after dinner. And that was it. My kids, they had some leftover creme brulee from a wedding shower on the weekend. Dad. Dad. Yes, you can. Just brush your teeth before bed. Uh. Woo! <laughs>
And then I decided to have uh, two of them on my way at the door this morning because I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man who pays taxes. So I, I can do those kind of things. Yes. A text had dropped in said, my parents were old-school Europeans. So when after I ate, I was not allowed to touch water for two hours. Even something as simple as my friends running through the sprinkler, I had to sit on the swings and watch for two full hours before I could even touch that water. And you wouldn't want to cramp up on the grass. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> you said that the, you, you're like, I have a lot of dumb rules oh, from when yeah. I was a kid. Now that I'm thinking about it, so I don't know if anyone else had parents like this, but my parents, despite living on a farm that was almost attached to big old Ripley, Ontario... They would not allow me to leave my laneway when I was on my bicycle or when I was on the roller skates that they got me for my birthday. I had to try and learn how to roller skate on a gravel laneway. Uh, that in itself is at you're asking for stitches. They would not allow me to leave the laneway and go into Ripley at all. Neither that on my bike. And it wasn't until I was an adult and started like just biking around the city and going anywhere I wanted to. I was like, man, this is so cool. I wish I could have done it 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And what was was it just to keep an eye on you or is the world that dangerous that you just. Uh, The world is apparently that dangerous. But oh, no, it's fine if Laura drives farm equipment at the age of 10. We're good. Oh, yeah. It's the nothing really does make sense. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. It turns out, uh, for those that have been on the fence about becoming vegetarians, maybe this is the next step. Do you need another reason? If If you're on the fence, how about this? Turns out cows can be potty trained as easily as toddlers. Maybe easier. What? So scientists put to the task to test. They had a a group of of 16 cows, little ones. 11 out of the 16 learned to use what they call the mooloo when they had had to go pee. (laughs) What? But yeah, so just like parents, researchers used a, a treat to coax the cows to push through a gate and urinate in a special pen. It looks like artificial grass. It was like five feet by five feet. And it only took them about 15 days to train young calves. If you're a parent of a human child, you know it takes way longer, usually, than 15 days to, to potty train your kid. So I'm I'm quite impressed. Those behind the animal behavior, the scientists are like, yeah, it doesn't surprise us. Cows are incredibly smart. They're kind of like dogs in a way. They are incredibly smart. It's also important to remember, so are chickens and so are pigs. Like, your main uh, North American eats are all incredibly smart animals. And this wasn't just a fun experiment. This is, here's a connection. This basically leans into global warming and the impact uh, of of farming and animals in general. Oh, the cow do. Yeah, well, yeah, because, (laughs) so urine contains nitrogen and when it's mixed with feces becomes ammonia. And then you've got the environmental issue that because the amount of cattle on planet Earth that creates and contributes to acid rain and other problems, it taints water. A single cow produces an adult cow, cow, eight gallons of urine a day. Whew. That's a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm cleaning up after a puppy right now, so I can relate. Yeah. Almost eight gallons. Almost, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> but they're thinking that maybe this mulu is the is the way to do it because then they have more of a, a formal way of, well, it's like we have washrooms and they're allowed to water ends up being recycled and they feel that maybe this can be a thing for, for cattle on planet Earth to make just safer, cleaner place for all. 
and well, people that are on the fence about the whole vegetarian thing, like, yeah, I, I get it now. It's like, could you imagine seeing a little cow going to, oh, it's playing with you, and then it's got to run to the mulu and go pee-pees, and then comes on back? <laughs> How can you eat that? Oh, that uh, is actually with some so cute. blue cheese and mushrooms. Or Bernays. Bernays, oh, yeah. Stop oh, my it. God. Stop it. <laughs> so they said they're, they're going to do this. Uh, they're going to lean into some government uh, uh, governments around the world to get some financing to help to build some test farms to allow farmers to incorporate this incorporate this part of their everyday lives. I wonder if they can get the cows to go into like a poo power machine like they have in Waterloo Region. You like put your dog poop there and it turns to energy. That would be Could incredible. you imagine their mulu turning into your like electricity? Yeah. And stickers so in the back of your car powered by moo poo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. We asked the question, are you the neighbor that won't let go of summer? What is it? What'd you say officially, Benny? What, 10 days? Something along those lines, it, yeah. It, it's, it's close 20th. to, yeah, that, that we, we officially switch over to autumn, fall. Again, autumn way sexier than fall, so hence why. Yeah, 20 seconds, so we have eight days now. Okay. So... My neighbors, like, they're not done with summer and squeezing all the life out of it. The weather in the last couple of days, you know, spotted being warm and then rain. Yeah. Uh, they have a pool. And I, he's out there because I can see the, the extension of that big wand with, like, the he's, he's skimming the pond or yeah. skimming, skimming the pool. Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett is blaring. Hells yes. I do the old, I come near the fence and I yellow, hey, how are things? Good. You coming for a dip? He's got his board shorts on. We have friends at the pool, too, and they were like, you should come over sometime this weekend and have a dip. I'm like, it's going to be cold. I'm not That's aging anymore. Amazing. That No, but that is great. It's I was walking the dog last night, and I could just smell chlorine from somebody's house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. still getting after it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Listen, summer is over on September 22nd, right? 22nd. There's still a whole week left. Enjoy it. I guess. Like, he was full on and ended up, I ran into him a little bit later on, tarp off, board shorts, flip-flops <laughs> down to the, the mailbox. neighbor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can imagine if I asked, we probably had a beer koozie shoved in his pocket, yeah. too. Like, he was just, he's right there. And I was like, are you? Yet, in contrast, the neighbor kind of kitty corner, so just off to the left, has the bale of straw, has the corn stalks. Everything is ready for yeah. fall. Oh, yeah. See, my neighborhood is a, a blend of that, too. Last night, instead of walking the dog, I ended up talking to good old neighbor Barry for a good while. <laughs> but I know I know where to get the fall decorations now because they've already let me know if I need to borrow some scarecrows. They've got it in the shed full of magical things. Oh, he has all the good stuff. Yeah, he just, he does, man. Just have a stockpile, but I think it is a blend of that. I, I have seen so many people in my neighborhood get their fall planters out already. You know, they've already done that trip to the nursery. Yep. Yeah, already well, have five bright pinks and stuff. Now it's all about burgundies and oranges. Yeah, well, they <laughs> haven't sw- switched over exactly. Like, they have the overflowing, the flower, the little super bright, the flo- uh, I can't recall the name of the flower, but you, you put them in your planters, and, and they're, they're, they're pretty bomb-proof all summer long. They can take some drought. They can take, you know, crushing heat, and it is still, like, he miracle grows the hell out of those potters, and <laughs> it's cascading over all of them. I'm like, uh, fall mums yet? Ah, hell no. Like, he is in love with summer. I love it. I love it. Don't you find the general vibe this year is, though, I feel like a lot of people this year, it's not like they hated summer, but I think people are so eager for fall that they would be okay if we hit a cold snap like right now already. 
That's how the vibe I'm getting. Like, I feel like people are decorating the interiors of their house quickly for fall already. I know somebody who's already brought pumpkins out inside. They might be millennial pink, but they're still pumpkins. I, you know what? This year has been so wonky too. I'm I'm not shocked, but it, you're right. It's you're either of the crowd. Fall, let's get after it. Yeah. Or summer is not done, like Laura said, until the very last minute. But it's like there's no summertime sads this year. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. It just feels like yeah, let's move on to fall. Like <laughs> bye yeah, summer. You were great. Like high five. Yeah. Very nice. You can do both. I'm not. I'm not wanting summer to be over, but I'm also accepting that this is what happens. <laughs> Says the guy in the uh, bright pink yeah. and lizard shirt. <laughs> As if that goes away in the fall. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Oh, man, I forgot that this is like one of the funnest weeks of the year in terms of watching celebrities wear frumpy and expensive things. The Met Gala was last night. The So keep in mind, this Met Gala is kind of like part one. They decided since they had to postpone the Met Gala in the spring that they would do one right now in September, but they're actually still going to have one in May like they normally do. So this one's kind of like a warm-up Met Gala. Oh, the wow. theme was America in fashion and, uh, well... Celebrities showed up. I would say Lil Nas X slayed once again. He did the three outfit on the red carpet change. He went from wearing this like huge kind of golden gown to almost like a suit of armor to this very glittery and fabulous bodysuit. And I feel like Lil Nas X was listening to JLB Mornings yesterday because he went from posing constantly with his hands on his belly to his hands on his bum. <laughs> Which would be my go-to. And it's so funny because we actually got a text yesterday, too, because I pointed out that he was always cradling his belly. I think he was just joking around with that that prosthetic for too long. Because if you go to his TikTok account, he has about a billion videos with that prosthetic belly on. And I think he just got used to it. And we had a text yesterday saying, yeah, after I had my kid, I was just so used to cradling my belly all the time. Like, I had to stop. I can see that being a habit. I do that when I, like, just... Eat like all you can eat sushi. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You just yeah. If you go, you want to love it a little bit. Yeah, you go a little bit too long. Oh, doesn't uh, matter how big it is; it just feels good to rub. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your belly just needs a little hug. And love. <laughs> uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She was invited to the Met Gala, so she showed up. Now this is something I find ironic. So her dress. I mean, it makes sense. She's a politician. Her dress said "Tax the Rich" on it in actually pretty stylish lettering. I don't mind her dress, and that is very America-themed. However, this is the Met Gala, where it is almost $30,000 just to buy a ticket. (laughs) I did read she didn't have to pay because elected Congress does not have to pay for a ticket, so she understood. However... She's Read the, the room. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you are with some of the richiest rich, rich people because the ones that do get an actual invite, then it's just like, oh, yeah, plus you have to pay. I think it was close to 300000 or something for a full table. You know, that just shows extra lady balls as far as I'm concerned, though, for her to wear that amongst the rich. 
is extra impressive. All right. Hey, I'll, I'll give that to you. It did seem like this Met Gala did kind of just let anybody get in. And with that, I mean, I say Megan Fox was there. And that's no diss to her. She is a very stylish person all the time. But I, I was just, honestly, I was I was a little surprised that she got the invite because I've never seen her as a fashion forward type of person. And her outfit, I would say, uh, was just, it was kind of like the BBL fashion that you're seeing all over Shein right now. Just with the body cuts out, cutouts and stuff like that. She looked super good. But I would say it's not super on theme. Now, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, they, people are saying they made a surprise show up, but I'm just going to let you know, I told you that they would be there last week because I already did the digging and Rihanna also hosted the Met Gala after party that she always hosts last night. But ASAP Rocky and Rihanna basically showed up in blankets. High fashion blankets. Quilt, yeah. He looked like a bowl yeah. of tricks cereal, but in blanket form. <laughs> she looked like an omelet. Somebody said that she had like the big, the big yellow dress and it was like perfectly round. It looked like an omelet. So yeah, they went so as that breakfast. Was her, that was no, that was her Met Gala a couple years ago. Oh, that was this okay. time. This time it looks like she essentially wore a black comforter though. Like she it looks like she's wearing a black duvet. <laughs> and that's why I say it's almost so on theme it's not. But if you think of America, what is more on theme than never leaving your bed? Absolutely. They Netflix and chilled. Yep. That's what Agreed. they showed up as. Yep. They did, honestly, they did a good job. Obviously, people were just were waiting for them to show up the whole night. And they did. And they did it right. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Once a year. I'm the, I once a year, go for the physical. Do a little check in. My doctor being part of a, a teaching structure, I don't often get to see her. So you've got to like four, six weeks out. Rightfully so. Busy. So it's the old, you you good with uh, with like a basically like a baby doctor, right? Like they're they're pushing through medical school, medics, uh, medical school. They're residents now. They know a lot of things. They've learned a lot of new practices in the world of medicine, and, and they're always trying to help. So I'm having my chat. He's like, "Well, how's your GERD, your your acid reflux?" And I said, "Well, I, I think it's pretty good. I'm managing. I just did the one a day pill, and seems to be pretty good." He said, "Do you have any incidents of heartburn?" I said, oh. Every once in a while, uh, more so like late at night, even when, when kind of sleeping. I said, every once in a while, I've woken up with a little bit of that that pinch in kind of the center of your chest. He said, well, how do you sleep? So no, I'm actually um, a bit of a side sleeper. I said, okay. Big spoon, little spoon? Yeah, yeah, that kind, of, that kind of thing. He said, well, what you need to try is, is sleeping a little upright. And I'm thinking one of those like sleep number beds. Like with the elderly use, just pop a pillow behind your back. Well, and I said, yeah. "Well, so you mean a couple of pillows?" Because actually, it's the issue with that. He goes, "the the pillows they they don't stay firm. They can get lumpy and uncomfortable. Next thing you know, you've got a, a stiff back or a sore neck." Okay, all right. And uh, he recommended. He goes, "Have you uh, have you thought of?" And then he said a word, and I went, "What?" I'm going to send you both a picture of the thing that he recommended I sleep on. So look into your Facebook Messenger. Okay. Oh my God! Did he send you that oh picture? Dear. No, no, no. He he said, "Have you heard of a wedge?" I'm like, oh, like a a wedge, <laughs> like a sex wedge. <laughs> he goes, "Well, I, I guess you'd call it that, but <laughs> that is a recommendation to allow people to sleep a little more upright." <laughs> Oh, I wow. hear other things get upright too around <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they're teaching in middle school medical school now. <laughs> so which I'm, pharma rep is responsible I for know. that one? <laughs> <laughs> the Viagra uh, rep? Yeah. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, uh 
I, I guess. I, mean, I don't know how you explain that to like friends, family, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I mean, does swear. that come with a sex wedge shaped pillowcases? I don't know. Is there yeah. something that you can style it up with a little yeah, bit? Seriously. Well, I thought if I get something that matches, we have blue and white sheets. So I decided <laughs> on the way home to zip by the stag shop. <laughs> Did no. you? Yeah. I wanted to see it. Because the photos sometimes don't do things justice. So I wheel in. Do you know how... I can't imagine how many truthful stories they get when people are in asking for certain products and items. Said, ha, uh, I, uh, I need a wedge. It's because... And then, you know, the head tilt of like, oh, here comes the excuse. Uh-huh, yeah. I have terrible indigestion and my doctor recommended it. So I got introduced to one that's called the tag team. (laughs) She recommended it because it's good for multi-purpose. I just, I think I'm going to be another story at someone's Christmas party. Does a receipt from the stag shop uh, get covered by OHIP? Yeah. I try to file that with Manulite. (laughs) What does this fall under? Other? (laughs) Extreme other. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't don't think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to go with the pillows for a little while, and if that works. You're already so close. You already did the hardest part, which is going into the stag shop. I'm telling you, you could start a trend. This could be the new shape of throw pillow for 2021. The nope. throw wedge. Yeah. <laughs> the hard part is going back a second time to actually buy it. <laughs> so pull your normal move, like use it once and try to return it. Yeah, it won't work. <laughs> I think I, if I go in, I'm just going to go in with full confidence. I need a sex wedge because I'm into it. That's like, how you do it. You got to. Yep, for sure. I think a less embarrassing yeah. story. But I like dumbfounded you, walking out of that doctor's office. <laughs> you do know, too, when you go to the steak shop, you don't have to tell people why you're buying this things you're buying, right? I you can just buy just, it and leave. Yeah, the question is like their whole thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Annual visit with my doctor and I got into the story of Almost an hour ago, but going and doing a check-in. But since my doctor is part of kind of a, a teaching structure by way of University Hospital, there's a trickle-down, a trickle-down effect that you'll often get. You know, you get a resident, you'll get kind of a, a newbie doctor, and I mean, they're trained, they've gone through all the testing, and, and but the nice thing is they bring in new ideas because they're learning today's medicine here in 2021. And I, ha- I have acid reflux. I have GERD. So I've got to take it once a day because there's an issue with uh, with my esophagus. And it, just, it doesn't get as tight as it's supposed to. So I can get a little acid that splashes up and causes some, some heartburn. Just kind of going through the check-in. Uh, you seems to be under control. Your one-a-day pill. That's it. Yeah. How do you sleep? And I got into the combo of being a side sleeper. And then they recommended, oh, try uh, sitting up when you sleep. And I'm thinking... So that's that can't be easy, let alone comfortable. At first, the, you know, when someone says that, you're like, oh, I'll just have a whole pile of pillows behind me. Like when you're a little kid watching TV. Yep. Can't do that in, during the night. And you're 40 years old. This is not going to be comfortable. <laughs> that's where the conversation of, well, have you thought of a, a pillow wedge? Like, you mean a sex wedge? Because that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Absolutely. And I uh, decided why I thought this would be the best place, but... I mean, of all places, who's going to know wedges better than the stag shop? True. Absolutely. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then to try to explain, and Laura's right, you just go in and buy it, but I, because you're nervous, a little bit embarrassed, like, hey, uh, how's it going? What can I help you with? Um, I So I have acid reflux. <laughs> like, that's how the conversation started, and that moved along to, I need a sex wedge to sleep at night. 
I don't know. Yeah. You're in there. I don't think you need to be embarrassed. No. The people that work there work there, so they, they've heard it all. Yeah, <laughs> I've done like a radio, I did a radio event, you know, kind of where we go and broadcast from there from a stag shop one afternoon. You learned a lot about how that operates. It is a no judgment zone. However, I also will say not a single person that came in that afternoon explained why they were buying what they were buying. <laughs> I'm an avid movie collector and I don't yeah. have this one in my collection. Yeah, I just really want to see the actors. I heard it was their debut. <laughs> Sean from Waterloo sent a text of, uh, I guess this is why a lot of people buy their sleep aids online. He, think, he thinks that I should just bite the bullet and buy it and then do a uh, live review, review or demo on the show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Do an unboxing video. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> Another one says, I'm a physiotherapist. And often have patients that they get a wedge to help them with back pain. But never have, have I ever thought of the stag shop. You can get them through online stores or at, like home health, that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe so, that's the better route to go. Those might yeah. be cheaper. I don't, I don't know. I mean, anything that is attached to a specialty like that, like support hose or any anything mechanical that's good, railings and all of that stuff, there's always, you know, a uh, price tag attached to it. And then someone else said, support hose, that's a product I've never heard of from the stag shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely so, heard of railings. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm surprised the associate wasn't like, well, sir, have you also thought of this acid reflux swing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Welcome to Beat Backstage Ben. We have Danielle on the line. Last time we played around Mother's Day, leading up to Mother's Day. So way back in June, hopefully the, the tail end of summer went well for you. You're, well, you're busy. You dropped the kiddo off and now uh, zipping back home, online school. Office admin, so that's that's your backstory. But also with a theme of Dua Lipa today, you're like, oh, I love I love Britpop and British music. So this is this plays to you very well, Danielle. Yes, I'm excited. Okay, so lay the land for anybody brand new to be backstage. Ben, incredibly straightforward. Danielle is up first with three questions from Laura Guinness. Well, backstage Ben is out of the room, and from there, what happens is. We'll see how it plays. He comes back in. Same three questions. Most points out of three wins. All right. Benny is headed out the door. Going in. Getting? Hand it over to the Do you have to swing that mic around? Sure do. Okay. Just waiting for it. Uh, As I watch Jeff on Zoom and Benny on Zoom, broadcasting from the Waterloo studios for most of this week, I just see the mic disappear. It looks like a ghost grabs it, but that's actually Jeff Kelly just swinging it around. Okay, Danielle, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Sure am. Okay, first question. What is Dua Lipa's real name? Oh, that one I'm not so sure on. Um, we'll, we'll go with Diana. That is incorrect. Her real name is actually Dua Lipa. She did not have to make up a stage name. Her name is actually supposed to be pronounced Dua Lipa, but uh, she said she didn't love it when she was growing up, but then re- later realized... It's actually a pretty cool stage name, so that's what she went with. It's not not so bad then, yeah. Yeah, pretty solid name. Okay. Second question. What is the name of Dua Lipa's first studio album? Um I will say that it was self-titled. That is correct. There it is. Oh, wow. Yep, Dua Lipa is the name of her first studio album. All right. Third and final question, Danielle. 
Dua Lipa bought her boyfriend, Anwar Hadid, two of these furry friends for Christmas. What animal are they? Uh, I, I think dog or cat would be too obvious. So I'm going to say guinea pig. Oh, so close. You had me with the beginning with the G word there. I was looking for goats. Goat. Oh. Really? She's really falling in love with her goats, and I tell everybody, get a goat. They're a garbage disposal in one. They'll clean your lawn, take the trash out, eat the trash, fertilize. (laughs) And the recycling. They'll eat that, too. Yep. They're an (laughs) all-in-one pet. (laughs) All right. So a single point. Uh, This, uh, in comparison to a 2-2 tie last time, Danielle. Let's see. Category a little bit hard. Now, let's see what backstage Ben knows. Benny! Making his way back in. He's got to go through that whole security door and everything. It's crazy. We have all this high-tech security, and there's no one in the building. (laughs) Just keeping everybody safe. All right. uh, So, Danielle ended up scoring uh, a single point today. Oh, here. I got to give uh, Ben his mic back. (laughs) There it is. I was going to say, if you don't start talking in two seconds, that counts as one failed question. Uh, kidding. <laughs> Danielle, would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? Uh, well, I, these questions were hard, so good luck. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I think I'm a little kind of familiar with, with Dua. Okay. Do you have a Dua? Tell me this now. Do you have a Dua Lipa record? Maybe. Okay, first question What is Dua Lipa's real name? Dua Lipa That is correct You trying to be sneaky? Yes, I am (laughs) Second question What was the name of Dua Lipa's first studio album? Dua Lipa (laughs) I feel like I know the answer to the third question (laughs) Oh, do you? Dua Lipa bought her boyfriend, Anwar Hadid, two of these furry friends for Christmas. What animal are they? Mm, I don't know. Puppies? Incorrect. They were goats, and I actually talked about that in Get Us Gossip, Benny, so thanks for listening. I remember she was a... It was either goats or llamas, I couldn't remember. (laughs) So you guessed puppies? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, a tough one, Danielle. But I mean, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a gross loss. It wasn't a, you didn't leave with zero points. A single point sometimes not so bad. Two one victory for backstage Ben. Here he is, and that that adds to the pile. Two hundred and seventeen wins now, and beat backstage Ben. We'll give you a chance, just like Danielle, to try your luck tomorrow at around eight fifty on Virgin Radio.